Okay. Oh, it's just me again. <laughs> that we're just starting like that. Everybody, everybody just claps randomly. Clap. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, good? brothers. Is this good? Is this good? Yeah. This is good. Did I get it? Is this what they tune in for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hi, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New happy. Year. Happy, happy. How do I sound? Do I sound good? I feel good. Oh. You, look, you look great. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> look at the face for radio. <laughs> exactly. Won't, won't comment on your smell. <laughs> smell of vision. Thanks. Appreciate that. Smell of vision. Smell of net. Mm-hmm. So what's been happening? We have uh, since we last talked, been a couple of weeks. We've had, of yes. course, the new year. The year's flipped over to 2016. Holy cow! We're now talking on the 10th, and as you just said, Carm, my God, it's the 10th already. It's true. <laughs> it goes quick. Yes. And and so I'm going to do it. Uh, we, just before we started recording, we just somebody mentioned the uh, making a murderer. Yes. I want, can we jump into that? We're jumping right in. I'm just why not? It's the new year. Give us your uh, your uh, um, your your breakdown of why you think it sucks. I don't think it sucks. I didn't say that. I think it's dumb. Okay, you think it's dumb. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think it's dumb because uh, <laughs> I've been watching the the forensic files, the all those kind of cop shows. These cop forensic breakdown of here's what happened to the murderer. Here's how we got tried. Here's got the thing for I don't twenty years now. Yeah. Um, and now that the internet and the world has discovered that this is a genre, uh, the overarching let's stretch this out let's make this a 16 piece thing like serial okay serial was a fine thing i listened to it from one of my drives from toronto to columbus which is an eight-hour trip uh it's good captive listening information while you're in a very what's the uh, captive audience state um but watching this on tv and the over dramatization the here's a thing oh my let's get a slow deep voice and talk about that is so frustrating. It's like, give me the story, give me the facts, and it, okay, why does this need to be? How many episodes is it? It's on episode five now. No, the thing's Ten. done. It's Netflix. They just released it all at once. Okay, I thought everybody's. Oh, sorry. I guess I've got various friends who are like, episode three's just out, and I've just watched three. Don't tell me about it. I watched one, the first, most of the first one. It's like, I don't care. So, uh, the, the, there was nothing redeeming about this. At least the serial one, you kind of felt bad for this guy. This one, I, I got nothing. I got no emotional connection to this one. I find that I find it fascinating. You're, you're so first off, I would say uh, you you should probably watch the whole thing. Yeah, I think it, it gives you <laughs> well the, just the first episode. Like the four, it, there's closure in sure. that. Um, and then to realize too is that that first episode is essentially its own one piece. The rest of the nine episodes have nothing to do with that first one. So then, why am I watching the first one then? Because you, it's it, it gives you the 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 break the, um, the background of the fact that this okay. guy was falsely confused by this what appears to be a fairly corrupt police force in Manitowoc County, and he was put away for eighteen years and then finally freed on DNA evidence, and then he and then getting out and they talk about that right at the very beginning. I'm not giving any spoilers away. No, no, no. But and then I, they give I, the I breakdown on on how it all happened and all the stuff that went down and all the kind of ways that he should have potentially gotten off and and been a, you know had his court cases turned turned over and they weren't and so then he gets out 18 years holy crap sucks that this guy was put away for so long and then but now he's out that's awesome and then episode 2 you realize then that now here you are 18 years later um a whole other issue turns up and that that is what the rest of the nine episodes are about and it is fascinating i don't know i was captivated by uh by from the whole series 
I, I would I would give it a try, Akarm. If I I would say you know watch the first one and then maybe watch ha- if you want to watch half of one, just watch half of the second one. And if if the half of the second one is not pulling you in, then fine, let it go. That's totally. But uh, you know, it's a true story, and some of the details in this thing are absolutely astounding. Uh, it makes me n- never want to have to deal with any kind of police or any kind of interviews or anything like that. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was fascinating as well. Infuriating and uh yeah. Yeah. And just uh and I think there's something quite I mean I and I I, I think it's a bit of a false um analogy to compare it to the like the forensic files ones. I mean I, I think I they do have things in common, but the Yeah. This is of a different like the same way that serial is, is it's taken far more seriously. It's not burnt out in, you know, a couple of weekends so that they can they can show it on some cheesy cable town. They're spending months and months and months. They, no, no, I spent, get that. 15 years or whatever following this story yeah cool no i get it i mean i'll I'll give it a second chance but like i say i'm i think maybe it's i don't know i'm a little reality storied out i I, there's enough there's enough crap going on in the world that i and i know that a lot of stuff is shit and there's a lot of corruption a lot of bad stuff i you know maybe it's that i don't know maybe it's just the season (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i'll give it a try give me a month and i'll try it again until everybody stops talking about it holy cow or not i mean it's 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 great. It's captivating. But I I mean, if you don't see it, I don't think you'll. I, I don't think it changed my life or anything. It's not one of those. No. Yeah. Cool. But, <laughs> yeah. And I think the I, I think the stuff around innocence is is pretty interesting in the way that the the system once you're convicted holds you in and everything works against uh, it, which is kind of fascinating. And I think there's all these questions as well about. I think uh, this idea that once upon a time eyewitness testimony was the thing that everyone was like, this is, if you have an eyewitness to an event, then that's like, that's truth. And then they started to discover that was total BS and people could be manipulated and people's memories sucked. And then we're kind of going through this DNA phase and that's even starting to fall apart now. And I think that's, we're kind of in a fascinating time as far as justice. Hmm. Yes. that hmm. From that standpoint, I agree a hundred percent. It's totally, totally cool. <laughs> but sure. I mean, I'll, I'll give it a second chance and, uh, but yeah, I mean, also, I think at the same time, it's the the endless conversations that people have about, oh, have you seen it? Oh, you've not seen it. Well, then, you know, you know, oh. if you if you haven't seen it, <sighs> yeah, try not try not to react against that though. That's you're you're reacting against the 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 hipster thing. <laughs> you don't want to. Yeah, you you listen to bands that uh, we haven't even heard of, right, Kim? I listen to bands you never even heard of before they even heard about them. Yeah, he's been watching these forensic files way before we were watching these. Forensic files. <laughs> he true. is Stephen Avery. Yeah, exactly. Are you Stephen Avery? Who's Stephen Avery? <laughs> never mind. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's use that as a drop. Who's Stephen Avery? <laughs> Who's Stephen Avery? That's there in him. Uh, no, I don't. I mean, yes, I will admit that I do often reject against the things that everybody thinks this is the best thing ever. It's like, really? Why is it the best thing ever? It's a thing for this week, and the next week, the next thing's the best thing ever. So, how does that keep the best thing ever? Um, it keeps it keeps our Venn diagrams very fresh, though. It's it's very true. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's which is good. You're like, oh, those guys are in. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I was out before they were in, in, and out. Uh, except Star Wars. Except Star Wars, we're all out there. So, oh, on that note, I did went and see it. I did went and see it. That's good Englishes. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I was. It was. Yeah, I went and saw it. Sure. It was a a five dollar lunch matinee where they serve lunch and uh, and beer in the theater. Bless America. Um, it was the middle between the Christmas and New Year's, and nobody was at work, so I went and took myself a long lunch to the, the movie theater next door and had a beer and a, a chicken sandwich and watched Star Wars on the big screen. It was five bucks. I think I had a two dollar off coupon, so I felt three dollars was very appropriate to pay for <laughs> Star Wars. Yep, and 
It, it was a, it's a, if you take it as a, I forget who said it, as a, a campy B movie with mediocre writing and a lot of crazy special effects, uh, with a lot of old actors who are trying to re- reprise the scene. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a fun way to kill two hours. It's a, it's an exciting <clears throat> action filled movie. The storyline is weak. Um, yeah, it, the writing is the same as the first two or three, like the original two or three. Uh, which I think is what made it kind of fun. Yeah, I read an article just talking about how it's how it's just a. Um, it's they're like this is the, their argument was this is not a movie, this is a product, and uh, they, it was sort of interesting to kind of read it that way. Um, yeah, <laughs> I've got friends who've seen it like four or five times now, and I've have, I've have no idea why. Um, even from an artistic standpoint, a nostalgia standpoint, it's like it. It okay? It's like really, all right. It's like going to see Jurassic Park 3 because it's got one of the main characters in it. It's like, really? Like that? I, yeah. I mean, I've gotten, I've gotten, uh, not arguments, but hard discussions with people about this because, you know, it's, it, this is. <laughs> hard discussions. <laughs> well, people take this very, very seriously. It's like, how can you not like it? This is my youth. You talk, you, you're talking down to my youth. It's like, no. Yeah. You, you like crunchy peanut butter. I like smooth. Like, what's, who cares? I'm mm. not, because I don't like it doesn't mean you don't have to like it. <laughs> oh, quick Venn diagram. Uh, I'm crunchy. Smooth. Karam <laughs> Karam is full of energy this week. This is great. I'm full of. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Karam, you're smooth. Oh. Smooth peanut butter all the way. No, no, I'm cr- crunchy, crunchy, yeah, cr- crunchy, full crunchy. See, we, we we ate smooth all of our life when we were young, and then yeah. I, and I rejected crunchy, and then all of a sudden one day at a friend's house I had crunchy, and that was it. It was yeah. like <laughs> it was like a turning point. Crunchy peanut butter is so good. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. It hurts the roof of my mouth. Like Captain Crunch cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just like Captain Crunch cereal and honeycomb, honeycomb. Oh, you know what? I don't actually think I've ever had honeycomb, but yeah. But oddly enough, I don't like nuts and other things like like brownies, nuts, no nuts. What do you think? No nuts. Uh, no nuts. No. Yeah, yeah no nuts. Oh. We, whoa, no nuts. Are we all? Uh-oh. We're all in the same circle there. No nuts in Star Wars. Carm's going to switch. <laughs> yeah, Carm's going to switch. <laughs> yeah, actually. Actually. I've been eating no nuts before. Anyway. All right. Um... <laughs> So yeah, so the kids went and saw Star Wars with with Tracy. They mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what the situation was. It was uh they were going the last minute they wanted to all go out and it didn't make sense for me, but and so they went and they had a a good time, but tried to get something out from the kids about it, you know, like do you enjoy it or not enjoy it? And they're kind of like, "Meh, it was okay." <laughs> uh they don't have a huge, uh, you know, connection to their 25-year-old ago youth to it, so yeah. There's nothing like that, yeah. but uh yeah, it was just another movie I think for them. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like I said, that's what I think it it kind of is. Uh, without the nostalgia, it's, it's yeah, just a I mean, campy beam. They movie. hyped it like crazy, and, and, and good for them. I mean, they, they marketed this product. It is now the biggest grossing movie ever, right? It passed yeah. by Avatar. Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah, and uh, I don't know. I mean, it. they were building it off of this old franchise back from the 70s and then re-released with the prequels, and here they are going up again. And they're doing a kick-ass job. Purely from a marketing perspective, they are they are knocking it out of the park. And they've hit, like I say, when I saw it, I will, I will admit the one thing that everybody did talk about is that when, you know, Han, Han and Chewie come on the screen, it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for like that three seconds, it's like, okay, so there's Han and Chewie. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like every, every one of the stars is in this movie somehow. Yeah, well, that was, yeah, and they, they released that a long time ago. That was part of the appeal to, to build the hype around it, I think. Yeah. But, so, but my understanding, though, is that it really is about these new two characters that are, are fairly compelling, uh, um, Ray and and the Stormtrooper guy. I don't remember his name. Yeah, I forget his name. From what I could read, though, they seem to be like two 
the two good actors to to go forward, and and it, people are excited about seeing them in the the subsequent movies. In the next five, they've got five they're coming out with. Oh, I thought it was just two more. Just a, I, I heard five. Oh, well, okay. It's 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 not a two more. <laughs> Sorry. Oh <laughs> <was so> my <laughs> word. <laughs> All right, let's let's move into our, our week in three D. So uh, we got our Happy New Year. Uh, I'm going to just talk uh, touch on a few things that happened. Um, so we had our New Year. A kid stayed up for the first time to midnight, which nice. was kind of cool. And we watched actually uh, at nine p.m. We were watching like a live stream of the the ball dropping in New York, which was kind of nice. Um, and then they decided to stay up until midnight. We hung out and watched some other things. We actually got onto the what is it? The National Film Board channel of the uh, Apple TV. Where we're watching all these, you know, the old, like the hockey sweater and all that stuff like that. You know what I'm talking about? No. You know, you, you must have watched it. The NFB stuff. Yeah, the NFB, the National Film Board yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 You know, ever watched the the, the hockey sweater so, uh, uh, movie Leaf? Oh yes, I have. Oh, yes. We also have the, the big books. snit. Yeah. The cat came back. Yeah, big snit. Exactly. We watched that one. So oh, that was yeah. that was cool. Log driver's waltz and all the Norm McLaren stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, so that was kind of fun. Uh, let nice. me think what else. I bought a, uh, looking on Use Victoria, our local Craigslist thing, I bought a used monitor, uh, another 20-inch flat screen that I'm going to use for V2 of my arcade Redux thing. Selling the first one. I don't know if I told you that, Leaf. I, I think I talked to Connor about that. I'm mm-hmm. going to sell the first one, and I'm, I'm doing another one that's that's uh, not going to be so big and bulky. I'm going to take advantage mm-hmm. of the fact that all this equipment really is only... Yeah, yeah, like the thick can fit behind the uh, the computer monitor itself, and so let's build it that way. Yeah, nice. Um, and it was actually a, just a, a funny thing where the guy was selling it for fifty dollars, asking fifty. I I emailed him and and offered him thirty. He said forty, uh, and I said okay, well, let's do forty if it's in good condition. I went there and I looked at it, and it was like you know had marks on the screen and dinged up a little bit, and I just <laughs> laughed and I offered him ten, which he happily took, and then he threw in this bag of. Other electronics, which is like he gave me an old iPod and a whole little like network adapter and all sorts of other stuff. I'm not totally sure why. That's some weird negotiation. It was yeah. a very strange negotiation. <laughs> I dropped him to 10 bucks and he threw in a bunch of other stuff as well. <laughs> Here's my garbage. Take it for $10. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't this you crappy pa- bag. It was really kind of gross. You paused after you said, uh, and he gave me a bag of weed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is BC. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, last thing, just this is a good reminder to use the podcast for uh, sent off birthday gift for dad. Since oh yeah, FYI, it's his birthday next week. Yeah, I remember. What, um, what day? I always forget what day. It's written down somewhere. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yep. So a week today. Yep. Yeah. Right. And I will be uh, traveling next week, so we can't do one of these next week. All right. This is my and that was my week in three view. Nice. Cool. Car? Cool. Uh, what have I done? I went to Tirana. Uh, renewed my passport, so that's all good. I'm back in the country legal, and uh, I'm documented. Hung out with said father. Hung out with dad. That was good. Uh, had a few meals with him. Um, saw some friends. Uh, it was good. I, I miss Toronto. Uh, I miss Canada. Wait, 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 <laughs> um, did, wait, wait, wait. You just said you miss Toronto? Really? I miss Toronto every day, man. Oh, my goodness. You usually have nothing but bad things to say about Toronto. Maybe that's Ottawa. Me? Maybe I'm thinking of Ottawa. Ottawa. Okay. No, Ottawa. I can't stand Sorry. Ottawa. Love Toronto. <laughs> it's the uh, <laughs> the the, pol- the the polarization that happens. All right. Oh well, yeah. I've been ten years in Ottawa. I can t- I can tell you all kinds of crappy shit that happened to me in Ottawa. Like that that town is a terrible little suckhole of a town. Um, Toronto. That's uh, you know that's where I'm from. It's my my you know my background, my history, my youth was spent there. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, 
But yeah, loved, loved, uh, loved it. Had a good time. Um, something I think since I traveled out of the country, or I guess back into Canada on one passport, and then when I went back into America on another passport with my visa, I got flagged. Hmm. <laughs> and boy, did I get searched! Wow. Um, they patted me down. They took me aside. They said, "You want to go in the little room? Do you want to do it here?" I said, "No, here's fine." Um, they patted me down. They touched my junk. They everything. <laughs> like, take your socks off. And then they touched your penis. Uh, they totally touched Ooh. my junk. I got right around my belt. They checked in inner thigh. They patted me down everywhere. I got it, Dylan. No, no worries. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said they touched your junk, and then I said, and then they touched your penis. Anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just so letting glad. it go. It just, I'm it's so just glad so. we got that in replay. <laughs> yeah, I might have to uh, do some no, splicing and dicing. Leave it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can leave it. That's fine. That's all right. <laughs> Leaf likes it, so leave it. So you were driving, I assume, yeah? No, no, I flew. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, flew, so it was, yeah. So I am I hope I'm not permanently flagged, because um, that sucked. Um, oh, that was a great trip. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. How long, did the, how long did the whole searching happen? How long did that take? About 20 minutes. Oh, okay, okay, not too bad, I guess. And I've got my Nexus, so usually it's like you don't have to talk to anybody. Right. And you're not referring to your phone. That's like the the pass thing, right? Yeah. yeah, the the Nexus, the quick entry, the global entry, speed pass, whatever they call it. Right, right. Yeah, you scan it. You go scan your fingerprints, and you fill out a couple of forms, and you go, thank you, and you just walk on through. You go through security the same still, but this is where I got nailed, that security is a uh, – Oh, hey, is uh, it, it must be tied to your passport, though, right? Which, my Nexus? Yeah, it must be associated yeah. with it somehow. And so if you have a new passport, though, you have a new passport number as well. Yeah, which I, I, I have to set all that up. Oh, you said it. You already connected to the Nexus. Okay, okay. Oh, you have to. You you can't okay. travel without it. It has to be all connected, and has to be the phone call and go in and see the thing. And yeah, they're all very connected. And since I've got the visa, I made sure everything was totally done in advance and all that kind of stuff. Cool. But yeah, they. Uh, yeah, that was that was fun. But uh, yeah, Toronto uh, New Year's uh, had a quiet New Year's. Uh, stayed in with the uh, the kid, had a couple of friends over, and a lady friend. Watched the ball drop, had some champagne. The kids had some grape juice that was bubbly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good. Yeah, it was fun. Nice. Very nice. And now yeah. it's cold. Winter's finally arrived. It snowed for the first time this season. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Yuck. Yeah, no snow here yet. Go, Leaf. Oh, I'm j- I was looking at my calendar trying to remember. I don't even... <laughs> <laughs> New Year's happened, right? Um, we took Charlie to get her hips scanned. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's weird here. Uh, they're they're more preventative. So we just mentioned that Sam's mom had hip dysplasia for uh, in her life, and then they're like, "Well, we have to check the baby." And so you go to the hospital, and they they preventatively scan her little hips. Wow. And, uh, so that's, like like that's X ray cool. kind of thing, or or yeah, uh, ultrasound. Okay. And then the the hospitals here are amazing because then they're like, oh, well, we saw something we don't really like. It, it's fine, but we want to investigate it further. So you have to go see this other specialist there at the end of the hall, which is great. So you walk down the hall and then you see this. It's a totally different um, specialist, but they're just in the same hall and you can you can see them 10 minutes later. We were just comp- telling them how in Canada that would be, you know, three weeks later at a different hospital on the it other side be, of town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it socialized medicine there too? Like, is it all covered? Is this all through your work insurance or something? No, this is socialized. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so there's a uh, uh, medically necessary things are covered for the most part, and then there's a cap basically. So if it goes over three hundred and fifty euros a year, then they cover everything. So you pay up to a cap. Cool. That's a similar thing that my insurance covers, but yeah, yeah. 
my my I had the I had a similar thing with my foot. Uh, and the guy's like, yeah, just go down the hall, see the other guy. And it's very quick and dandy. But yeah, I ended up having to pay 50 bucks for it. But yeah, way faster than it would have been. Okay. You're deductible. Yeah. It's just the copay you have to pay. Okay. Um, yeah. This one, you basically, your copay caps out at a certain point, which is nice. So you never end up spending over a certain amount in a year. Yeah. There's two options for that. I've gone the other way since I get my diabetes medication. So I don't mm-hmm. ever cap out, but it's still cheaper in the end for me this way. Okay. It's very complicated. But yeah. yeah it sounds cool. like Obama. Oh, anyway. Yeah, thanks, Obama. Uh, yeah, thanks, Obamacare. Um, oh, and then New Year's here is just a strange affair. They just, uh, they spend, I don't know, what, $170 million on fireworks or something. <laughs> um, and it, there's no, like, official government ones. It's all personal fireworks. So, basically, at midnight, um, these streets, the entire city, every city in the Netherlands just goes up. And it's about three hours of nonstop explosions. <laughs> right, right at midnight, yeah. Yeah, and well, it starts a little earlier with a lot of kids around, but the big one, like everyone does their major stuff. So it, basically, yeah, you can't sleep for three hours because your every street is just light in uh, fireworks. It's kind of it's kind of quite beautiful. If if ever you're coming to the Netherlands in the winter, I would recommend coming for the New Year's because it's it's un it's unlike anything in Canada. Hmm, neat. Um, like Halloween in Canada, you can and and Victoria Day in in Ontario. Um, and BC, the uh, Halloween, like they, you have fireworks, but it's, it pales in comparison to this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and so it goes and goes and it's very exciting. And they, I don't know, 12 people every year go blind and <laughs> six people lose their I, I would assume and, there'd be a lot of fires or something with all that stuff going on. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, and people get drunk and stupid and they start shooting them at each other. And it's, it's kind of beyond fall in the canals. <laughs> yeah. People fall in the canals. I, we once were a couple of years ago up at a big, um, apartment and it could see out over the whole city and it was just amazing to see the whole city just alight and then within an hour it's completely covered in smoke like just the whole city is just one giant dark storm wow. cloud of fireworks smoke wow. how <laughs> was uh how was baby charlie with uh all that noise uh, she slept right through it nice no, yeah. but she's um now unfortunately in what they call the four-month sleep regression okay um which means that she was sleeping through the night and now she is not anymore um, and so Samara's taking the brunt of it because, uh, she's wanting to feed more and just sort of be comforted in the night by, by breast milk. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a difficult time as far as, as that goes, but apparently that'll wear off within a month. <laughs> mm. So that's that. Cool. Mm. Cool. <clears throat> so shall we do a little bit of follow up? Yeah. Um, so last week we, we talked a lot about, uh, teen safe and, and censorship of, of children and stuff. And, uh, I just wanted to touch on a few things, the, to, to bring it back up. Uh, first and foremost, I want to absolutely apologize for my never comment. I will never do that. That's, it's so true. I, I, I've, I've been smacked up inside of the head as, as far as what, uh, having these kids so far. Um, things that pre kids I would have said I would never do, and sure enough, you end up doing them when you actually have the kids come along. Um, oh, I know. Try jumping in with a ten year old. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, and so no, no, I, I'll take that back. And so, uh, but there are aspects of what we talked about last week as far as the censorship and the teen safe and the the snooping and all that kind of thing. But I, I wanted to clarify just because it wasn't clear. Um, you guys have this teen safe installed, so you're you're monitoring her texts and. Uh, emails and stuff like that, right? 
Correct. And Facebook, I assume, as well, and that kind of thing? She's not on Facebook. What's up? Okay. you, you got to be 13 to be on Facebook legally. Gotcha. Um, and But then are you – I'd mentioned filtering a few times, but I was curious. Like, are you guys also then filtering as far as internet traffic in your house? Or are you, uh, is, is the teen safe the, 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 the check that you have in place? Uh, there's another piece of software that we're putting on that will be limiting. Um, and it's just on her phone and computer. Okay. But yeah, it's not strictly across. We talked about just doing it on the router, which is, I've got a new router, which apparently there's a, you can just download certain profiles and it will just lock down certain things. Okay. Um, and then you can whitelist or I guess blacklist, whitelist a certain IPs or certain devices. So then it doesn't use that. Right. Um, but I read some reviews on that and it's, uh, it's the way it described it, it threw it down sort of more of as a, more of a corporate um blocker so a lot of weird things were blocked uh like magazine websites it's like no she can get to teen beat if she wants i, I don't care rolling stone or you know yeah um but it just sort of blanketed it did weird blanket um blocking like that which is it and not very configurable right but there's another piece of uh another piece we're throwing on here that will be yeah definitely will be censoring i don't i mean it is censoring but it's not it's monitor it's a uh, blocking um that's censoring though yeah yeah sure yeah, um, yeah. So I, I just thought I had a bit more to, to say about. It. So first off, I, I looked into Teen Safe, and it's actually kind of interesting in the way that it works. Uh, so that you know, she has to have, or you have to have configured iCloud backups on the the actual iPhone that you're back, you're, you're monitoring. Yep. And then Teen Safe, you give it. I was a little surprised that that this is how it works, but uh, you give it your iCloud. You're essentially your Apple name and password. And then Teen Safe goes and logs into your iCloud backups and downloads your backups and then parses them and then pulls all the data out of them. Yeah. Um, and uh, which is like I say, that's Apple sanctioned this. So and it's it's like okay, if Apple who doesn't let anything. No, no, Apple, Apple, Apple hasn't sanctioned it. What do you mean? I mean, you're you're, you're giving Teen Safe your iCloud name and password, right? And uh, Apple said these guys were we're, we're okay with this because most of the times Apple would throw down and say no, no, no. You know, if these guys are opening up saying, give us your password type, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but there's lots of sites that ask for your name and password, and if, it's up to you to, to your, decide to give it to them, whether or not Apple sanctions it or not. Yeah, really? absolutely. Yeah, sure. All right. Um, and so, uh, yeah, and uh, but uh, I mean, there there must be workarounds for this. I mean, I as my my technical brain starts going on like, okay, what if I what if I send a text with iCloud backup turned off, and then I turn it back on afterwards after I've deleted the text? Will that be backed up? I'm going to guess probably not. But regardless, I mean, these are these are you know, there's there's going to be workarounds. She's not. I mean, it, you also got to look at it from the standpoint of she knows this is on here. She's not trying to get away with something. We're not doing this because she's gotten away with something trying to punish her. And she's not going to try to work around it. Do you know what I mean? She's not. Yeah, she like will. Us. But here, let's, let's say, let's say uh, her friend sends her an email, right? And you guys, like, how often do you check? Like, that was well, another she, her friends, was friends don't send email. Friends don't send each other emails. They send her a text. They send her a text. Text or Instagram. Those are two, yeah. I, okay, but I, I'd say they, they send her a text. How often are you guys going and, and looking to see? what texts she's received um every once in a while it's not like it's it's a preventative measure more than anything like we're not actively monitor well how is it you know but but how is it preventative i guess i'm not sure about that because if we look at it uh sorry preventative is not the right word um what's the word i'm looking for um so far there's only been one incident of something that happened that we went, holy crap, we should talk about this. Right. Um, we didn't think we needed to, uh, but we do. Um, 
and uh, the lady friend sat down with the kid and said, okay, this is not acceptable. You can't do this. And the kid was upset and all of those things um, and said, okay, you're, you're right. I understand why that was wrong. Um, so that was kind of the discussion of, okay, we should start monitoring this. And we talked with the kid. And the kid understands why. Um, so if she's when, and I know she will, I mean, we all did it and I imagine your kids will and leave your kids will and everybody's kids will, everybody's, everybody's done it. There will be a time when she starts trying to get around things that becomes a very different discussion right now. It's a, let's just keep a track of what's going on. Cause she doesn't know what things, some things are wrong or when somebody sends her something, why that's dangerous. Okay. Just, uh, I get, um, just from our last talk about this last week or two weeks ago, hmm? you were making it sound much more at the time anyway, like you were, were preemptively preventing her from seeing things. Like you were saying, you know, there's stuff on the internet that we don't want her to see. Well, that's, that's one aspect. That's, that's the censorship part. <clears throat> that's the censorship part. But you're not doing that. It sounds like it sounds like you. No, because it, <clears throat> there, that, that doesn't really happen. That's not the biggest piece of it. That's not the reason this is happening. This is not the reason that triggered this. Okay. Um, and I, I, I don't really want to go into the reason what happened. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I don't, we don't need details. That's fine. Personal yeah. standpoint. Um, that's just the part and parcel of it. Right. But just in the same sense that when I go to my office, I can't get to, I can't get to Reddit. I can't get to rollingstone.com. You know, it's the same, same thing. It's just like, let's just lock some things down for now. Um, it's just, that's the preventative, preventative part. Um, yeah. You want I mean, me to be more productive at work is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, also that, that actually is a, a piece of it. It's like, well, we're, we're locking your phone down at 10 o'clock at night now. So she can't be on the phone till two o'clock in the morning, which she often is. Um, so things like that. So it's all, it's a lot of little things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, I still, like I say, I still, I, I talked with a lot of people about this in Toronto and I talked with dad about it and I talked to mom a bit about it. Um, I talked to friends about it with kids, friends without kids. I'm still struggling with it. Like it, but. So I, I, I talked to, uh, um, uh, our babysitter here. She's, uh, 15 years old and, uh, I just brought it up with her and just sort of gave her, you know, loose details on how hmm? she never heard of teen safe before. Um, and I explained to her. Uh, I think it's pretty new, but yeah. 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 But I, I, you know, I probably explained that, that it allows, you know, her, her parents in theory to go in there and look at her Instagram texts, emails, Facebook, that kind of stuff. And, uh, and I said, so it allowed them to go and just like, look at those things. And the look on her face when I said that was hilarious was immediately just like, Oh my God. Like that would, it, it, it was, it was the, she, she complained that it would be, it would feel like such an invasion of privacy, uh, to, to have that level of, of someone looking over your shoulder, which I mean, she's 15 and I understand things are different in, in those few years and that fair <laughs> yeah. enough. But at the same time, um, so the, the other point that I, I mean, you know, you, you, you guys are going to raise your kid however you're going to raise it, but I've just, you know, we, you brought it up and so I want to talk through it. Um, it feels like to me that if you, if you start monitoring, to that degree and 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 having that much access to someone's personal conversation personal communication that if if she does tr start to want to talk about things that you guys don't want her talking about well then all it's going to do is push it underground do you know what i mean no i think from everything so far that anything that uh i mean to this point again she's she's getting older and her attitudes are going to change towards communicating with the the parents and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, then, uh, yeah. And I know where you're going with this. I, I've also got a point along that line. Um, we're hoping that it just keeps communication open and cause everything right now has been, there is nothing that's off the table. Um, 
But I know I know where you're going with this, and this is one of the things that I struggle with. <laughs> it's like nothing nothing's off the table, but we're gonna put a filter in place so that you can't even bring it to the table. Like that's that's what it feels like, though. Not really. Um, just uh, yeah. I don't, I, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to push you hard here. I'm just trying to. No, 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 no. I'm just I'm just trying to figure out the because it's not that we're we're stopping any conversation from happening. She can have like any conversation she wants, um, but if she starts doing certain things that has been done, it's like that's not acceptable for a twelve-year-old to do. Period. I don't care who you are; you're not that acceptable. And if my parents knew what we we're doing, and even Dad said this, he said when he was twelve, if his parents knew what they would do, they would have freaked out. Um, so I guess in this day and age where things are a bit more, you can do it. I guess we are. I don't know. I, I, I don't. This is all the things that I struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I know I'm not really making a point here. I'm just sort of rambling. Um, I, I don't think we're stopping any conversation. If we are, then that, that is of course a concern, but I don't think. Yeah. That's, that, that's my concern though, is that you won't know it. Like that's, that's, I guess what it is. But I mean, it's also, she could talk about it with her friends, anything in person, of course. It's Absolutely. Just that. Well, that's, that's what I'm, I'm thinking is that, you know, if let's say her friends text her something that you guys intercept her and, and are like, yeah, yeah, you can't do this. Well, then she just knows to her, tells her friends, okay, next time you're sending me one of those cool links, <laughs> don't send it to me. Well, you know, I'll look at, I'll look at it when I get to school or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, 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 you're, you're essentially just preventing it from, uh, from you observing her do it as opposed sure. to I mean, her actually the same doing it. It's the same idea as the lock and liquor cabinet, right? Yeah, you keep coming back to that, but uh, yeah, well, that, that's kind of what it is, though. I mean, we're if and you've said it too. If she's going to do something, she's going to do it. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it. If you're going to figure out how to do it, if it's such a key important thing, but uh, if I can help prevent it or help educate or help catch something, not catch, catch isn't the right word. Even intercepts not the right word. Like we're, um, yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's 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 interesting. We can we can we can we can discuss further another time too. But like I said, give me six months and let's talk about this again. See sure. how it goes in six months. Sounds like a good um, plan. Yep. Can you guys just give me one second? I just need to move my computer. Samara's going to um, use her pump, and I just need to move the microphone a little bit away from it. <laughs> <laughs> so just give me uh, two minutes. Okay, yeah, one sure. I'll be right back. A few moments later. Yes. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's an interesting thing that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, no, no, and I, I'm not, I'm not trying to to be overly provocative here. I just, but it, and also the the fact that uh, the lady friend is a pediatric nurse, so she sees some horrific things done to children. Yep. Um. So that's also clearly on her brain that we all just like to, you know, um, don't imagine that happens out there, but she deals with it. Oh, sure. No, this stuff um, happens everywhere. So, but it, it, that's interesting. You you bring that up. Uh, we have a friend who uh works with a a bunch of uh kids that are having some troubles you know um various family situations or or just uh different learning disabilities or whatever and uh and it's quite interesting is that he sees some of these kids playing like um minecraft right for like 6 hours a day and the situation, of course, that the kid is in is allowing them because there's nobody really taking care of them. They just will sit there and absolutely just pour themselves into this game. And for that reason, though, he is nervous about even showing his kid Minecraft, but <laughs> yeah, which is true. funny, right? But I'm, I know, but but it, those to me are two different different things. And and I I wonder if if your lady friend is perhaps con- conflating 
the two as well, you know, uh, these horrible things that happened, but those thing, horrible things that happened uh, perhaps have other underlying reasons that fully allowed them to happen that don't exist within your home situation. Do you know what I mean? They, yeah, and, and I've, I've asked this question too, but it, it's it's sometimes it's part and parcel of one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, it's it's an ugly world out there, and that just sort of opens her eyes up to it a bit more than ours, I think. Um, and I know that you know sometimes you know your your uncle's going to be your weird, creepy uncle, whether he's on the internet or not. <laughs> and Teen Safe isn't going to stop that, right? Um, so I, I get it from that standpoint, but I think it's just uh, like I say, it's an overarching. Let's just try to keep the kid safe. Let's just keep an eye on the kid. Uh, you know, it's just, I, I, maybe it's the same thing as going to a park. You don't let your kid just run through the forest. It's like, okay, let's just keep an eye on you. No, you can't talk to that person. No, put that needle down. Put that, you know. Um, it's just that same kind of thing. Somebody starts talking to you. Let's go find out why he's talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, it's that same kind of thing. Like We're not trying to lock anything down. We're not trying to hinder any kind of information. We're not trying to – we're just trying to keep – it's just trying to keep it safe. Um, Couldn't you just explain that to her and then let her come and talk to you if something happens rather than you having full access to her communication? Um, just It's the privacy breach. You know what I mean? It's it's like it's like reading a diary or, or something. I don't know. It's or, not, though. It's it's information that's being shared out there on the internet. No, she has a diary. She can keep that. We're not reading that. Yeah, no, no. But when her her communication with her friends like like could you imagine uh pre-internet um having like a little mic attached to you so that you know mom and dad could have listened to all the conversations you had with your friends at uh, during the day and so they could you know highlight the the parts that, that, that they think are questionable and and you know don't do these ones again and don't talk about this stuff again we don't think this is appropriate for you do you yeah, know what I, I mean? Know. Like it's, it's I just, do. I, it seems I totally like a step do. over into this, just a step over into her personal private communication seems to, oh, oh I don't know, it, it oversteps, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'll see what yeah. happens in six yep. months. Six months. We're, 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 <laughs> sorry, six months, yeah. We're, we're, we're trying it out. There, there's a couple reasons to come up we need to do it. I mean, you know, mom and dad took away my phone at one point. I didn't have a phone. I had to use a family phone and, oh boy, that was picked up a lot of times. And, and for to. all the people that are less than 20, <laughs> 30 years yeah. old, he's referring to a plugged in phone in his bedroom. A landline. <laughs> Today, that how would be they, the cell phone. Yeah. How, how did they take it away? Did they destroy the jack in your room? No, I had my own land, my own line for a while. Oh, I see. They took yeah, that away okay. and then they took the phone out of my room and they took the jack out of my room and... All of those things. Well, very much so. They did. You, that. you were, yeah, but it, you were given, <laughs> you were giving them lots of reason to do that, though. Oh, this yeah. is what I'm saying. If if they'd, uh, this is Mike. That's my point right there. Like, it's I don't want to find out after the fact. Um, do you know what I mean? I'm I'm giving I you this communication device to the inter- to the world. Um, yep. We. It is our phone. We are paying for it. It is all of our communication. It is our system. It is our everything. Hey, you, maybe, are, you know what? Kid. Maybe that would be a, that's actually a better better comparison. Is that for that personal phone line in your house? Let's say mom and dad recorded everything on it, and then once a week they looked over and listened to the entire transcript. That would be actually more akin to, I guess, sure. the situation with Teen Safe. And you boy, know? that phone would have been taken away a lot sooner. Or you just wouldn't have used it, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. See, that's the thing: is that the stuff that they potentially would have taken it away for, you wouldn't be doing on there. You would be doing it elsewhere. That's, I guess, my point. 
Sure, but the internet's much more of a broad thing than a telephone, but I, I get your point. Communication, though, but you're just monitoring her communication, right? I mean, that's what I guess we're, I'm saying, though. You're, her Instagram and her Facebook and her uh, emails or, or texts and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, I, I get, I get you, I get you. Yeah. Anyway, I, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to think of good analogies as a com- comparisons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I get you. We're still doing it, but I get you. Yeah. No. No. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> oh, I, I, I doubt all. Yeah. I mean, I'm. You know, you have all of your decisions on that end, and of course, your your lady friend is not even part and parcel of this conversation, and it's her kid. So I mean, I, there's yeah. yeah. Well, I mentioned I'm very it to her far removed got, from it. So yeah. I got an earful when I mentioned it to her that you guys are all wrong and you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> It's her kid. You can, you, know, yep. you raise your kids. Yeah. Oh, and absolutely. Like, yeah. And no, I no. get it. I yeah. get it. Smile and nod. Say yes. <laughs> yes. So, all right. So, uh, as far <sighs> as other follow up, um, yeah. let me think. So, just a, yeah. So, now that was pretty good for there. And do you guys have anything else to talk about? Follow up? Uh, a quick follow up. Not, uh, it's a full follow up. Um, I spent $2 on a lottery ticket for Powerball and I didn't win. Hmm. Um, <sighs> So, yeah. What's the world coming to? I know, honestly. Did you know that? Uh, did you see the, the article that came out that was talking about how six months ago, Powerball, they, they decreased the chances of winning. They, they drastically lowered the odds of winning specifically so that people wouldn't win and then the, the, the prize would get higher. They'd sell more tickets and there'd be a lot more discussion about it. How do they hmm. decrease the odds? I don't know exactly what the, the math or the system is there for, but they did. Yeah. Some lottery system years ago in Ontario did that. They added another number to the thing so that this became exponentially more complicated to win it. Yep. Um, but how do you – if it's six numbers – I'll uh, I'll dig up the article and see if I can find out what, how it was. Yeah, sure. That just, I'd just be curious to read that. But it was 800 – no, it ended up being $949 million and nobody wow. won it. Wow. Uh, so it's now estimated to be $1.3 billion for the next drawing. Jeez, which means that, of course, an extra three hundred million was people buying tickets. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind baby. I'll be right back, sir. Sure, kind right. baby alert. <laughs> it was uh, was it a Roderick on the line or whatever was talking about that? Just you know, Keith Richards of Rolling Stones fame is worth three hundred million dollars. Okay, you pick six numbers, you get to be four times richer than that. <laughs> These guys worked all worked hard all of his life to, yeah. Yep, <laughs> it's yep. just a funny little perspective thing. It's true. Yeah, so I don't know. I'll buy it. I'll spend another $2, you know, whatever. Company yep. p- company pool, whatever. I don't want to be the guy at the company who didn't put the $2 in and be the only one sitting there at work if these jokers actually do win. That's how they get you. <laughs> and hmm. also the fact that, you know, it's uh, somebody's got to win it. I know that the concept is that, you know. if <laughs> Nobody uh, did, though. <laughs> did you notice? Nobody did. <laughs> well, they won the, the, the $400 million one. Somebody won that. Somebody won the $500 million one. Just because they didn't win this one doesn't. It's not like nobody's won it for five years, right? It's, uh, yeah, for $2, I don't care. Yeah. It was like, yeah. whatever. Um, but somebody was saying that the, everybody's like, oh, it's the same odds of getting struck by lightning. And somebody did the math around that. And it's, it's the odds of being struck by lightning while drowning in a lake. Oh, I think it's probably even further than that. No. Uh, no, because anyway. lightning doesn't strike on a lake. Oh, okay. Okay. From that It's just like lightning strikes on the lake is like a trazillion to one. And then being struck by lightning while drowning in a lake, it's like, oh yeah. All right. <laughs> One of those funny things. Well, you know, watching a bear eat a salmon. I've done that. What are you talking about? You won the lottery. I won. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched a bear eat salmon up in up in up in Alaska. While, while swimming and being struck by lightning? No, not while well, a lottery ticket. Not doing the lot the uh, the lightning part. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. All right. Well we did a week in three V. We done some follow up. 
leaves away again. Let's do a, our our, <laughs> uh, our three commendations. <laughs> is it just a a decommendation now? Dusa Dusa decommendations. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I got anything to. Oh yeah, I got something to recommend. Sure, I was thinking about this. Like, it's been a couple of hectic weeks. I got, I have not done anything. Oh, I finished reading <laughs> the The Martian. Oh, cool. Okay, the the book, right, right. The book, yeah. And you hated it. I knew it. I had not hated it. It was, it was a, <laughs> it was a good quick read. Um, you know, when yeah. I finally got some time to sit down and read it, but uh, he's as he's as wordy as Neil Stevenson, and I think a lot of the words is not to any point other than to be wordy and to sound scientific and and neat. And I get that's what a lot of people liked it for. Um. Sure, I'll tell people to read it if they if they liked it if they like that kind I'm of sorry. stuff. Wow. Sorry, guys, I, I, that was another podcast interrupted, so I've had to. That's all right. Yeah, no, no, we're yeah. we're, we're, we're good. We just keep talking. You t- <laughs> you take care of what you need to take care of. Yeah, it's good. I'm back. You're back. We're doing some recommendations. Uh, Karim finished reading The Martian, and he sort of gave it a. He compared it to Neil Stevenson. Uh, that um, Neil Stevenson is crazy verbose. Writes these big thick books and huge amounts of descriptions. I uh, to me though. Yeah, the Martian was not that. This was very thick and verbose with numbers and math. It wasn't it? Wasn't that thick though? And it it's five hundred pages. Oh, you know what? I, I read it on on my phone, so I have no idea how long it took. <laughs> it didn't take that long. A, it didn't it's feel a 500 very page, long. Five hundred page paperback. I okay. Mean, uh, which Neil Stevenson every to. I mean, his. I mean, he is. His. His are much more wordy and much more verbose and much more four pages describing the airplane he's on, um, as he did in Redemy. Um, uh, read to me or however you pronounce that book. That was a really good one, by the way. I haven't read the one. I don't think. Uh, you ever read that one? Really? I I thought that was, it was about the hackers and stuff. I thought you would have read that one for sure. Um, read read uh read me, but spelt wrong. Oh, I understand. Right, 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 right. Uh, no, I have not read that one. Yeah, it's quite good. It's it's. Uh, I think you would like that. Okay, so there's one of my recommendations for. I like it. Yeah, it sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and it's like you know in that true Stevenson style of there's four separate stories going on all at the same time and they all sort of kind of tie together in the end and then they sort of fall apart again at the end afterwards and they go their separate ways which I kind of like his writing style mm-hmm. of that. Uh, but yeah, just uh, the Martian was it was like that, but just a lot of math for math's sake. It's like I get it. Okay, I get it. You need to make water. Okay. I get it. Yeah, let's do it. That that, that 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 to me was the whole reason to read the book, and I, I guess that's what I was saying last time we, we talked about this. Like, if if that is not what you're enjoying, and it sounds like that overly verbose science talk was not what you're enjoying, then yeah, Probably, uh, you should watch the movie then if you haven't seen it already, because the the movie like skips over all that a lot of that stuff and just sort of gets more into the action aspect of it. I loved. I I, I couldn't get enough. I, it could have been half again longer with more details about the sciencey aspects. I would have totally just lapped it up. <laughs> Nerd. It was great. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that's, I thought it was kind of cool. I like the that he's deep diving into the the logistics of actually what would really need to be done. I love that. That's that that appealed to me. Cool. Nice. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna watch the movie this week. Some point. I've got some time now, and I'm gonna try to watch it just to, just for a comparative standpoint. But uh, as I've read in a couple of reviews, it's just like, why Matt Damon in this? He doesn't need to be in this. He's not the right guy for this. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I, people really, people that hadn't read the book really liked the movie with him in it and everything. But I, I think that they could have chosen a a non famous actor, like a non well known actor. He's you know? too polished. Yeah. Yep. Um, especially to be somebody of this nerdy science nature. Exactly. He's he's too jockey for the the science yeah. aspect of that. Yeah. Although he worked well in Goodwill Hunting, but uh, uh, a similar. I don't know balance of of of, of rules, I guess. But 
We co-wrote that, though, didn't he? So that's yeah, different. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. All right, my three recommendations this week. I've got a couple, actually. Uh, first is a, a blog that I came across and have been reading and I've been really enjoying, and I don't think you've heard of. It's called brainpickings.org. No. No. Uh, I think you guys will, will really enjoy it, actually. Yeah. Um, you particularly, Leaf, I think it's it's a, it's a similar vein as the – oh, what's the one that you, you told us about? Wait, but why? Wait, but why? Thank you. Um, this, this woman, she curates these old philosophers and, and different sayings and sort of vague ideas, and she pulls them together in a really – tight uh way which is really really compelling to read and i yeah I, oh, i'm not gonna awesome. go too further than that but i'd go give it a go brainpickings.org and start yeah, going i'm on it right now it looks looks really interesting it's really quite good yeah and then the other cool. recommendation um this this band is new to me and and uh, it's gonna be a situation where maybe I, i'm not totally sure how exactly obscure it is but it's a band called snarky puppy no i don't know <laughs> anybody hear this before no. 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 Yes. Okay. Good. So I'm, I'll send you a link. These guys are are interesting. They uh, there's like upwards of 25 people in their band sometimes. Um, and an interesting thing that they do is that when they are performing, they're doing and recording a new album. They go and they they invite like a bunch of fans to come and hang out with them while they do it. And so they'll just be like in a giant room, everybody with their instruments, everybody with headphones on, and they record it all in one go. They don't do all the separate tracks separately. Uh, I mean, everybody has their own mics and everything on everything, but then all the fans, all that are all hanging out, like 20, 30 people hanging out there in chairs, they all have headphones and they're getting to listen to live, the, the live recorded tracks all merged together. Um, and then of course they, they videotape it all as well and, and put all the, the, the stuff up online. So I'll send, I'll put that into the list and I'll add uh, a link in there. It's quite, it's quite cool. cool. To watch. What, what kind of music? Oh my goodness. Um, fusion band. Yeah, I mean it's it's. That's what it says here. Is that what it says? Fusion band that that yeah, can that be so encapsulating. No, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you'll have to listen to it. It's a bunch of guys with like brass horns and violins and you know funky synthesizers and all sorts of stuff, and they uh, they just sort of riff along. They don't actually. They're not reading music. They're just like really just uh, jamming all together. It's quite neat. Cool. Nice. What you got, Leaf? Mm-hmm. Um, a film documentary I watched a few weeks ago called Yodorowsky's Dune. Oh, I've seen it, yes. Yeah, good, eh? Yeah, I watched it with Dad, actually, last uh, yeah. a year ago when he was here, yeah. Carm, yeah, have you seen it? Never heard of it. Uh, it's about a guy named Yodorowsky. I don't know, he did a couple of films called, uh, famous ones called The Holy Mountain and El Topo, and they're these bizarre they are so Mexican. Weird. <laughs> they're super duper weird. But the yeah, they're kind of beautiful, but hard to watch. Um, we actually, Sam and I, it was one of our early <laughs> head buddies because I was like, we have to watch this. And I was into art films and all this. And then she was just like, this is stupid. And I was like, <laughs> no, you're just not getting. And then about yeah. half an hour later, I was like, okay, you're right. This is stupid. <laughs> um, but they're, they're, I still think they're quite beautiful. But because <laughs> um, she likes Die Hard and like explosions and action movies. And I was just like, no, you don't get it. And then I realized I was being a jackass. Um, <laughs> But uh, there's you used still to say that about Lars von Trier's films, Leaf. Oh, I hate <laughs> Lars von Trier's films. But that's <laughs> exactly that. That is exactly what you're talking about. It's like that. No, man, you're not getting it. No, wait. You have to wait for them to get to the basement again. Wait, I said that about Lars von Trier's films. Oh yeah, you, you one. You said you couldn't wait for Bjork to die fast enough. Oh, I hated his films. Yeah, I hated those ones. I didn't like. That's them. what I'm saying. But those are the for me. That's the exact same. Dancer in the Dark. You didn't enjoy that one. Yeah, whatever that was. I enjoyed Dancer in the Dark. I did. Yeah. Oh, I did not. Um, but yeah, anyway, you you, you liked your Lars von Trier. 
Well, I liked it for a while, and I think I just kept saying to you, but you're not getting it, man. You've got to watch it more. You've got to really watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, he this uh, Jodorowsky was offered, or they bought up the rights to film Dune, and this is before the first Star Wars, after two thousand and one. Um, and he basically started building this team, like Salvador Dali's on the team, and he got um, uh, Orson Welles on the team <laughs> to act in it. Like this, just this crazy group of people, um, and and basically storyboarded the entire movie. Um, with uh, Mobius, I don't know if you know Mobius, but he's a, a European French um, artist drew like sort of like Tintin, but kind of uh, sci-fi and stuff. Really right. beautiful. <laughs> anyway, it's just a fascinating story about this movie that almost happened but didn't. And uh, Jodorowsky's a nut. So is yeah. it? So he bought the rights to Dune to Frank Herbert's Dune, and he was going to remake it or make his interpretation of it. No, this was the first. Uh, yeah, this was before this was the first. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So this was before he made. They actually made the with the Cal McLaughlin and all that in it. Yeah, they took it away from him. One of the producers took it away from him and gave it to um, David Lynch. Yeah, so it's <laughs> to, it's like this documentary direct. about this guy's like old footage of this guy's attempt to do the movie, like it, that it never happens. Okay, uh, and he didn't. He had never read the book. Yeah, and he kept, <laughs> kept adding. He kept adding all of this weird. Like he's like, this character is castrated, and all of this. And they're like, what? Really? Why? Like, <laughs> is that really needed? And he's like, yes. And um, he doesn't. He only works with spiritual warriors, so that's why he would go and interview. He went. Uh, was it Led Zeppelin, or was it no Pink Floyd? Yeah, he just yeah. went to their place and and to meet them, and they were all hanging out. And he's like, they were just eating hamburgers and ignored me. And I was like, you are not spiritual warriors. <laughs> <And they> were, <laughs> he's all <laughs> the spiritual warriors, exactly. Yeah, so it's pretty That's amazing. funny. They took it from him and gave it to Lynch? Yeah, well, a, a, a producer got involved. No, I know. That's just, that yeah. sounds, you know, David Lynch would usually try to take normal things and make them weird. <laughs> so it sounds like he took it weird to try to make it a bit more normal. Yes. Lynch was uh, more he, normal than uh, this guy's. Yeah. yeah, but they think also that Lynch kind of got rode over by the producers and got his power taken away. People suspect on that one. Uh, but then I also have a non-three combination, <laughs> which is which is on my Hitchcock uh, run. Oh, and uh, do not watch Saboteur. It is just the wor- one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> this I is think terrible. I, um, yeah, um, I, th- I don't think know. I have seen. Um... Oh, it's just it's a it it's coming right after the war, and Hitchcock had spent a few years making propaganda films for the government, and this was his first return to Hollywood, and it just stinks of bizarro American patriotism. Hmm. Um, and it's one of those films like this guy is on the run and all the cops are searching for him, but people keep like catching him and then being like, Oh, I can smell that you're innocent. I'm letting you go. And it's like, well, how, how do you know? Like this guy, I mean, he could be a terrible person. You just decided that you were going to help him cut his handcuffs off. Cause why? I didn't, it just, it's that weird <laughs> thing where some characters are in on the dramatic irony and they make bold heroic decisions that they really shouldn't make. Cause you just don't know. Hmm. Um, yeah, and then at one point he, he grabs a woman who's going to turn him in and drags her like by the hair into his car. And this other car with these old people are watching it. And she's screaming, help, help, call the police. And this is our hero who's doing this to her. And then he drives away. And then the old woman in the car turns to the old man and says, wow, they must be so in love. <laughs> and you're just like, what, what am I watching? This is a nightmare. <laughs> I think I have seen this. I'm just looking at the IMDb page here. It's 1942, so still mid, yeah. mid-war era. Um, oh, okay. But some of the photos in here, sort of the the hanging from the Statue of Liberty. Oh yeah, yeah, super tacky at the end. I've I think I've seen this. 
Uh, it's awful. Uh, like I say, I've got uh, in one of the taglines is 3,000 miles of terror. Oh, my God. <laughs> Very nice. It's so bad. So, so bad. <laughs> like, it wasn't so bad that it was good. It was just, just this is so bad, period. That's uh, that's it? Yeah. It's just kind of like a shadow of his better films with way more wooden lines and bad acting <laughs> and just this horribly sexist overtone. And then they this this circus picks them up at one point, and it's like, this is completely unnecessary to have a bearded woman in this. <laughs> Dorothy Parker was one of the writers. Hmm. Yeah. How about that? There was a uh, a movie called The Bubble in 3D, which is a 1960s horrible sci-fi movie uh, mm. in which some aliens come and put a giant glass bubble over a part of the earth and keep stealing things from around the world and putting them in the bubble to take them back home. <laughs> but there's people in the buildings and stuff, and people are in the skyscrapers, so there's people stuck in this bubble now. <clears throat> one of the lines in the movie, one of my favorite lines ever was, there's a woman who's pregnant, and they're trying to run from something, and she falls down. She says, oh, no, I'm going to have my baby now. Uh, or no, my stomach really hurts. I think I might be going to labor and it really hurts. It really hurts. A guy looks over and says, it's okay, honey. Just think of it as a sexy bellyache. What? <laughs> One of my favorite lines ever. It's amazing that got in there. And the entire, I saw it in the theater and the entire audience went, oh, what? a sexy uh, bellyache. <laughs> so just nice. next time you knock up Sam, just think about that. Tell her that. <laughs> next time I knock up Sam. One and done. One and done. One and done. <laughs> how old, how old is baby Charlie right now? Four months. So that's our new thing is when people pressure us and they're like, what, you're not going to have another one? You know, you, don't you think she'll be lonely? We just, Sam and I start chanting one and done together. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Anyway, actually, Tracy and I briefly talked about that this morning. About Leaf having another kid? As we were watching our two kids, like, hanging out with each other and, uh, yeah. you know, they, they, they're they like buddies and they play together. And we're like, you know, just when it's like the only child, really? Really? Yeah. Are Leaf and Sam yeah. only going to have one? Really? I don't know. One and two. Oh, sorry. The, I'm, not, I'm not pressuring you guys. We're just talking. <laughs> I know. Um, okay, but I have a question for you guys. So, uh, uh, why did the Scarecrow win an award? Oh, no. He was outstanding in his field. Ah, oh, he was, wasn't he? he That's was. a good scarecrow. <laughs> Carm didn't even make a sound. You can't see me. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> yeah, I hear it swooshing. <laughs> Very nice. I have to run, gentlemen. Not a problem. I had to get the joke in there, though. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> I think that's how we end these things. Uh, can we end this now in a bad joke? Yeah, bad joke. <laughs> All right, love you guys. Love you guys. All right, love you too. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. After all, now, what's childbirth? Just a sexy bellyache. Oh, God. <laughs> Nerd.